The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, this is Greg. Look for my book, The Agile Brand, on Amazon or on my website at theagile.world. Welcome back to The Agile World. This is Greg Kilstrom. Over the last few episodes, I've been talking about what I refer to as the Agile Brand Manifesto. When I wrote my book, The Agile Brand, I based this this part off of the Agile Manifesto, which uh, a bunch of software developers um, created in about 2001 that really launched the Agile movement. And because of that movement, we have all sorts of things like uh, Agile marketing, Agile HR, Agile business, all of those. So we have a lot, uh, we owe them a lot, uh, to be honest. So I, I kind of did a did my own version of that in my book and uh, came up with four values that Agile brands have. Went over the first two already, uh, the first being uh, lo- valuing long-term customers over short-term sales. The second one, which I talked about in the last episode, was valuing dialogue with customers over broadcasting one-way marketing messaging and how that that mix between uh, advertising and you know traditional marketing, which will always play a role and always have some type of value, really needs to be balanced with uh, giving customers not only uh, the ability to dialogue directly with a brand, but giving them the vocabulary and the tools to spread your message for you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how agile brands need to value staying true to their their own values while do, you know overdoing whatever they can to generate profits. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how Agile brands need to value staying true to their own values over doing whatever they can to generate profits. And in the next episode, I'll talk about the fourth item, which is valuing continual improvement over maintaining the status quo. So let's talk about staying true to values. It's safe to say that any for-profit company will certainly... Um, certainly needs to generate profits. There's there's no question about that, and that will never change. Uh, certainly, when shareholders are involved, that becomes increasingly important. Um, so, you know, we're not gonna we're not talking about all of a sudden throwing out the idea of of needing to generate money and and make money and so on and so forth. Um, so, I think what we're talking about here is companies making decisions that are not solely based on generating profits. And I think that's a that's an important distinction. Certainly, nonprofits might be in a different category. Even private companies certainly can um, can often take very controversial stances if they want. Uh, but you know those those public companies driven by shareholders, they still have an opportunity to do this. So I think I you know I mentioned the the Nike example, the Colin Kaepernick uh, campaign uh, a few episodes ago. Certainly, uh, Nike didn't go into that uh, without doing their homework. You know, no question about it. They did research. They calculated, you know, as with any decision that a, a large multi-billion dollar company makes, um, there was a risk analysis done. Um, they have smart people, I'm sure, that that made those decisions and made those calculations. But at the end of the day, they didn't have to do it. They could have just said, no, we don't, we don't want to do this. 
but you know they they ended up they ended up doing it um and and stood by it and you know there was some controversy with some people but they ended up standing by it i thought it was a genuine um it was a genuine campaign that actually reflected their values and you know sure enough the numbers that i've heard out of that are positive they got they got positive value out of that i think starbucks uh fairly recently shut down their stores because of some some racial incidents. They shut down their stores to do education and training. I mean, think about how many stores Starbucks has and what that actually costs that company to do that, um, to actually shut down their operations in order to do it. The cynical part of me could say, you know, that's that's kind of a publicity stunt. And sure, you know, they, they certainly made it public and they couldn't help but make it public uh, by shutting down during the day because people probably were wanting to buy coffee from them during those hours. But um, they didn't have to do it. They could have addressed it with an email. They could have, you know, they could have done all sorts of other things. But they decided to do it. They decided to stay true to something that um, they've made clear over time is is something that they want to be part of their values. I will say, in, in the case of Starbucks. It hasn't always been, uh, you know, it hasn't always been as genuine. Um, I mentioned the um, uh, another campaign several years ago that only lasted about a week where they wrote questions about race on on cups. The baristas did this and it really didn't work over well because it, it wasn't really an authentic conversation. But it's clear that Starbucks has been trying to do that. And so um, when they did it this most recent time, um, it felt a little more authentic, and and it seems it seems to be something that they're embracing. And again, they did it despite the cost, um, the lost business, all of those types of things. So I think when a when a company is able to do that, when they're when they're able to to make decisions that are not solely financial, um, when they're able to to make decisions that are genuine, that are authentic, that are based on on true values. Um, they are, you know, not only are they they living up to what I consider a, a true agile brand, but they're going to have more loyal customers, um, and that will generate into, you know, longer term, uh, more loyal customers, which are more valuable. It will end up generating money, um, which you know, money and profits, which um, sometimes thinking short term, uh, you know, short term, and and losing kind of the the law, the big picture um, uh, doesn't give you that. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about how agile brands need to value continual improvement over maintaining the status quo. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please rate the show on iTunes or contact me through my website at theagile.world. You can find my books, The Agile Brand and The Agile Web on Amazon and on my website at theagile.world.